big shout out to Anchor for making the best podcast in the whole wild universe possible. Thank you, Anchor, for letting us create easily a podcast like this, you know. And if you wanted to try out Anchor, just go to anchor.fm slash start and try. Now download their app, guys, and start creating your own podcast. Start earning money with it, you know. Start expressing yourself. Go ahead, record, and have fun. Have fun with this podcast. Thank you, Anchor, for making this podcast possible. Thank you so much. Now, back to the episode. Hello, what is up to you, extraordinary people? Welcome back. This is Not Your Ordinary Podcast. And I am your host for this episode again. My name is Rap and welcome to this podcast. So our topic for this episode is magpapaikot-ikot lang tayo patungkol sa Independence Day. Yan yung mga kaganapan. And nung nakaraan kasi ay idinaos ng ating bansa or we celebrated the 122nd Independence Day of the Philippines. So celebrate natin yung araw kung saan winagayway ng ating unang pangulo na si Emilio Aguinaldo ang watawat ng Pilipinas. So... It symbolized that lumaya na tayo from captivity mula sa mga mananako. So, Philippines has been gone through. You know, we have held captive, we have been slaves, we have been invaded by the Spaniards. So, mayigit kumulang, napakaraming taon, 300 plus years tayong inalipin, nasakot, at inalipin ng mga Kastila and then pagtapos ng mga Kastila hindi pa doon natapos so nasakop pa tayo we have been invaded by the Americans we have been colonized by the Americans too and pagkatapos ng mga Amerikano hindi pa doon natapos so here comes the Japanese so sila naman ang ng invades atin ang nanakot sa atin so our country has gone a lot through but thanks to those heroes thanks to those people to those individuals that took a stand and fight for our country passionately with all of their guts with all their minds all their souls and with all their lives um, a lot of them died Probably the majority of them died. So, hindi napunta sa wala yung kanilang kamatayan. At last, Philippines has its own independence. So, naging malaya naman tayo. So, hindi na tayo under ng kahit anong bansa. But, does that still apply until now? So, dyan tayo mag-falls ngayon. Malaya ba talaga tayo bilang mga Pilipino? 
So we have been talking about earlier about the Spaniards, about the Americans, and about the Japanese. We have been liberated from those countries. But now, merong isang bansa na nanghihimasok and alam nating may hindi magandang intensyon dito sa ating bansa. And we can say na unti-unti tayong sinasakop or let's say nasakop na nga ba talaga tayo or yung mga parte ng bansa natin. So yes, I am talking about China. So Independence Day kumakailan lang celebrate but let me remind you kung ano ang mga nangyari nung mga nakaraang taon let's take a look back about our modern day history ano ba ang nangyari nung mga nakaraang taon so here is an article that was written by Business World on June 6 or I mean on June 18, 2019 so nung nakaraang taon niya to sinulat at pinublish so credits for Business World for this article that I am about to read to you the headline says China invades the Philippines a bad dream come true Duterte has been unusually tongue-tied in the case of the sinking of a Filipino fishing boat by Greg B. Macabenta. So here's the story guys. The sinking of a Filipino fishing boat in the West Philippine Sea by a Chinese vessel has created a sticky public relations situation for the government of President Rodrigo Duterte. The usual extremists have added fuel to an already incendiary situation. Duterte critics who believe that he has become too subservient to Chinese have pointed to the incident as one more proof that Duterte has been bahag ang buntot when it comes to Chinese bullying. The term literally means a dog with its tail between its legs, implying cowardice. On the other hand, Duterte defenders have characterized the criticism against Duterte as a demand for a declaration of war against China, which they describe as suicidal. It is said that the DDS or the die-hard Duterte supporters are purposely raising the war's car to silence those who are legitimately and logically demanding an explanation of the incident from China. In fact, Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo has demanded such an explanation from the Chinese and the Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana has sharply criticized the fact that the crew of the Chinese boat did not assist the Filipino fishermen in the sinking vessel. Lorenzana has since softened his stance. Neither one is declaring war. What bothers sensible observes is the way the Duterte government has handled or mishandled relations with China. 
for someone who threatened all kinds of sanctions against Canada for shipping garbage to the Philippines. Duterte has been unusually tongue-tied in the case of the sinking of a Filipino fishing boat. He has left it to Panelo and Lorenzana to protest the incident. And when the Chinese tried passing the blame on to seven or eight Filipino fishing boats that ostensibly besieged the Chinese boat, causing it to hit the Filipino boat. Foreign Secretary Chidora Loxing Jr. engaged in clumsy diplomatics, said Loxing. Interesting, that's China take and it's a free world. It can say anything it wants. We say what we want because it is a free world for us too. But in our case, we speak from the law of the sea. But still, everyone's free. Loxin should have just kept his fruit out of his mind. What I think is happening is that China's increasing assertiveness in the contested sea lanes has emboldened Chinese fishing boats to virtually throw their weight around in the fishing grounds and the Chinese government has abetted it. The situation could become more and more incendiary. We can only pray that it doesn't explode and get out of control. The situation prompted me to dig up my old files for the reference. And I found a piece that I wrote in May 2012 about a bad dream that I had. I dreamt that while the U.S. had committed to come to the defense of the Philippines in case of an enemy attack, America was too engrossed with the forthcoming presidential elections. It hardly had any time to respond. That was the official line conveyed by the White House. On Wall Street, however, knowledgeable quarters said that America could not afford to intervene for fear of a massive withdrawal of Chinese investments in the U.S., which would cause the American economy to collapse. Ownership of the country's flag carrier, Philippine Airlines, was wrestled by Chinese Taipans. The same Taipans also took over the largest banks and manufacturing firms in the country, thus completing Chinese dominance of Philippine trade, commerce, and industry, as well as the financial sector. In the provinces, farming, rice milling, fishing, and other means of livelihood were taken over by the Chinese. With Filipinos merely providing the labor, even the Sari Sari stores were mostly Chinese-owned. Manila, the country's premier city, immediately fell into the Chinese hands with a mayor named Lim occupying City Hall. But what completed the control of the country was the takeover of Malacanang by a new president named Ko Wangko. I wrote that piece over seven years ago. I am beginning to realize that, except for the current ponds, and the absence of fireworks, much of what I thought was a bad dream has actually come true. For one thing, the Philippine economy is dominated by the Chinese. Of course, our Taipans are Filipinos of Chinese ethnicity. 
but with China flexing its financial muscle. What could happen is that they will eventually be displaced by mainline Chinese Taipans. This may already be happening in countries that have incurred huge loans from China and have had to give up control of facilities such as ports and infrastructure due to their inability to pay. Lest I be misunderstood, we should not begrudge the Chinese for their business success. They are entrepreneurs and they have to work to the ethic, the vision, and the daring to match their entrepreneurship. It has also been said that while Filipino parents send their children to the best schools so that they can land good jobs, Chinese parents do the same so that their children can set up their own business. In fact, I wrote one column entitled, Learning from the Chinese, which suggested that Pinoy's should shed the employee mentality and strive to be employers. But our relations with China appears to be deteriorating, with the Philippines getting the short end of the situation. For instance, Duterte has also allowed the flood of Chinese workers to enter the country, many of them without work permits. Duterte's logic defies well logic. According to him, he does not want to go after the illegal Chinese workers because the Chinese government might retaliate by going after illegal Finofino workers in China. To rub salt on the sore, Chinese construction workers assigned to the Build 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 program of the Duterte government are reportedly paid much more than Filipinos. A blog by Sabayan Nuan reports that Chinese construction workers currently working in the Philippines are earning as much as 3,000 per day or 90,000 pesos per month. In contrast, Filipino workers only earn 400 to 600 pesos per day and the Chinese workers are also provided housing with no attempt to hide its sarcasm Forbes ran an article by Panos Murdochotas with the headline Duterte opens up Philippines to Chinese workers as Filipinos seek jobs overseas this dream that I have may not just be a dream. My dream could have come true. My bad dream is turning into a nightmare. So ayun, yun yung article na sinulat from the blog of Business World. So credits to the writer. So yung binasa kong article guys kung naintindihan ninyo talagang at kung gusto nyo pala siyang basahin, nandyan sa baba yung link. Click nyo lang yung link para mabasa nyo. So, yung article na yon na last year pa na-publish, ayun na, na-summarize na lahat kung ano ba yung nangyayari or pwedeng mangyari sa Pilipinas. It is some kind of uh, like a prophecy na kasi ano siya eh, napanaginipan siya ng isang Pilipino. And hindi malabong mangyari yung mga nabanggit niya. So, nagsimula niyang maalala yung napanaginipan niya nung time na 
Naalala nyo ba yun guys, last year, nung merong isang Filipino fishing boat, nung merong isang bangka ng mga manging isda na bumangga or binangga ng isang Chinese vessel. So, yung maliit na bangka, binangga ng isang napakalaking barko. So, imagine that. And yung mga Pilipino pa yung na-blame para doon. So, paya pa silang nangingisda doon sa sarili nating isla, doon sa sarili nating dagat na talaga namang nasa loob ng teritoryo ng Pilipinas. Pero, merong isang unauthorized Chinese vessel na nandun. Anong ginagawa nun doon? Paano yung nakapasok doon? Hindi man lang ba yung na-detect ng mga radars, ng ating mga navy, ng ating authority. Hindi man, man lang yun na na-inform sa nakaupo. So, ay na nga. The worst thing has happened. So, sabi nila, yung mga Pilipino daw yung bumangga doon sa barko. And, I mean, why would they do that? No? So, sabihin na natin yung mga mangingsda natin. Of course, alam natin na they lack the education. So, hindi sila ganun kataas in education level. But, hindi sila tanga. Hindi sila mangmang. They all have the wits and the senses. They have the intelligence. Para maisip nila na kapag binunggo nila yung isang napakalaking barko ng napakaliit nilang bangka, eh sila ang, sila ang malulunod, sila ang madadaig, di ba? So, ganun lang nangyari kasi, ganun yung pinalabas eh. Yung mga Pilipino daw yung bumangga doon sa Chinese vessel, which I believe is not true. So, my question is, una, ano ang ginagawa ng Chinese vessel doon? Pangalawa, bakit hindi yun na-detect, hindi yun na-report? Pangatlo, bakit nag-roam lang yun doon freely? Diba? Diba bawal yun? Kasi nangihimasok sila sa territory na hindi naman sa kanila, na inaangkin nila pero hindi pa talaga nila napapatunay na sa kanila. And then, bakit nila kailangan banggain yung Filipino fishing vessel? At panglima, bakit hanggang ngayon walang clear explanation, walang hustisya ang nakamit at wala nang mga balitang nagpa-pop up about doon sa nangyaring yon last year kung saan yung Filipino boat ay nabangga, binangga, bumangga, binangga or kahit ano pa man na nangyari doon sa Chinese fishing vessel na yon. So, hindi natin alam kung ano ba talaga ang tunay na nangyari doon. But one thing is clear. The Chinese are infiltrating our territory. So, this is not just the first time na may nangyaring ganito. And, alam ko it is evident, lalong-lalo na sa mga Pilipino. So, meron pang isa dito. Yun nga, sabi naman ng Rappler.com. Chinese vessel sinks Filipino boat in West Philippine Sea collision. So, yun nga nangyari dati. And, 
although talagang matagal na siya nangyari, last year pa siya nangyari, I can't move on. I can't help but to think na, I mean, hindi kasi, hindi kasi pwedeng aksidente lang yun. There must be some ulterior motive or some ulterior message about that. And I know that most of us Filipinos, that we get that. Nagets natin yun. I mean, di ba, matagal na tayong matagal nang nanghihimasok itong mga Chinese na to sa mga isla natin. Nandyan yung tinitake captive nila, yung Spratlys Island, yung Scarborough Shoal, yung Pag-asa Island, and marami pang mga islands na inaangkin na mga Chinese. And not even na inaangkin, they started to make moves years ago. So ngayon, nagtatayo na sila ng mga facilities, ng mga infrastructures, ng mga runways doon sa mga isla natin. So let me ask you again. Nag-celebrate tayo ng Independence Day nung nakaraan, pero tunay nga ba tayong malaya? Kung malaya tayo, bakit nahahayaan ng gobyerno natin at bakit natin hinahayaan na etong mga tagabanyagang bansa na magtayo ng mga ganitong pasilidad ng mga ganitong bagay sa mga isla na pagmamayari natin. We are getting bullied and we are getting invaded bit by bit. I don't know kung ano ang nasa utak at isipan ng ating presidente ngayon. Bakit ganito ang nangyayari? Recently nga, nag-release pa itong Chinese, itong China ng isang kanta which is entitled Iisang Dagat. So yung content nung yung content nung kanta talagang disturbing, talagang nakakainis, talagang aangat yung patriotism mo eh. Kasi sabi yung ba namang Iisang Dagat na yung dagat nyo, dagat din namin yan. Kung ano ang sa inyo, sa amin yan. At mananatiling sa amin na lang, hindi na sa inyo. And what's worse is that, isang Pilipino pa mismo ang kumanta ng mga major parts ng kanta. I mean, bakit ganito na ang nangyayari? Let me ask you the question again. Tunay nga ba tayong malaya? Recently then, nag-pop up sa mga social media yung nag-trend pa nga sa Twitter and I even made an episode about it so nandun sa isa nating podcast nasa Stories Philippines Podcast yung nag-pop up yung mga check-in locations sa mga social media na Philippines Province of China like I mean what the hell? what the heck? Come on now. It is some kind of a declaration, if not a prank, na talagang sinasabi nila that the Philippines is now a province of China. And if we are going to look back dun sa binasa nating article, dun sa binasa natin kanina, dun sa binasa ko sa inyo, kung napakinggan yung mabuti, yung mga napanaginipan ng author, talagang unti-unti na siyang nangyayari at hindi malabong mangyari. So, isa-isahin uli natin yung mga napanaginipan niya just to make us aware and just for us to be ready and 
for us to even make a way to not let it happen because Philippines is ours. Philippines is not China's. Okay? Philippines is for the Filipinos. Tayong mga Pilipino lang ang nagmamayari ng Pilipinas at ng karagatan at ng mga isla natin. So, eto uli yung mga napanaginipan ng mga author. Una, napanaginipan niya na hindi daw tayo matutulungan ng US sa pagbabadyang pagsakop ng China sa atin kasi natatakot yung US na mag-withdraw yung mga Chinese investors sa US and then natatakot sila na yung economy nila ay mag-collapse. Second is that napanaginipan niya yung process of transforming the Philippines into Chinese province and it was immediately ordered by Beijing. Pangatlo, napanaginipan niya na the Chinese took over the country's flag carrier, the Philippine Airlines. And then, napanaginipan din niya na sa mga probinsya, even yung mga farming sites natin, yung mga fishing livelihoods ay na-taken over din ng mga Chinese So, naging pagmamayari siya ng mga Chinese investors and ng mga Chinese businessmen and even yung mga maliliit na sari-sari stores. Chinese na lahat ang may-ari. And then, pati yung Manila na panaginipan niya rin na bumagsak na sa kamay ng mga Chinese. Na yung naging mayor ng Manila ay isang Chinese, may, may dugong Chinese which is named Lim. And then, ang huling, ang huling pangyayari dun sa panaginip niya is that yung Malacanang ay na-take over din ng China dahil ang naging presidente na natin ay nagdangalang Ko Wang Ko. And then, it happened. Philippines just become a province of China. So, yun yung napanaginipan ng mga author. And I know that God Himself revealed this dream to this man and that I am speaking about it right now it is not just about coincidence it is a fair warning to all of us that if we are not going to use our voices now that if we are not going to act right now if we are not going to use our platforms right now to speak up to fight for this Philippines independence will be no more So, nung mga nakarang araw, nag-celebrate tayo ng Independence Day. So, now's the time that we speak up na lumaban tayo for that Independence Day to remain for that independence, for this country's independence be not taken away of China. Philippines will never be a province of China. I tell you that and you should tell yourselves that that Philippines will never be a province of China. Whoever who is listening to this, whether he in, here in this country, here in the Philippines, or on overseas, in whichever part of the world you are, and if you are a Chinese listening to this, I tell you this, Philippines will never be a province of China. 
Now recently, merong isang kanta na nirelease si Martin Riggs. Martin Riggs yung pangalan nung nung kumanta. And yung kanta niya is entitled Damaso. So yung kantang to talagang napakaganda. So it really depicts, it really shows the the hypocrisy na talagang nangyayari dito sa Pilipinas ngayon, na talagang talamak dito sa Pilipinas ngayon. And it summarizes, it summarizes, it it shows, it speaks up about ano ba yung gustong sabihin ng bawat isang Pilipino sa gobyerno sa buong mundo patungkol sa bansang to it summarizes all of the voices of the Filipinos right now so if you haven't listened to it yet better yet pagkatapos ng pagtapos ko magsalita dito pagtapos ng podcast na to ng episode na to go go in and search in whatever platform you are whether in Spotify Apple Apple Podcast Apple Music or in YouTube you search in Damaso by Martin Riggs and then you listen to it you stream to it and talagang dyan talagang ma- maiintindihan mo makikita mo and talagang mapapasabi ka na lang na amen amen ng Pilipinas so that is it guys para sa episode na to I hope ay meron kayong natututunan kahit napapaano sa pakikinig dun sa mga pinagsasabi ko kanina. So maraming maraming salamat sa inyong pakikinig. And wag niyong kakalimutan guys that Philippines shall remain independent forever and ever. So happy Independence Day sa inyo aking mga mahal na kababayan. So atin ang Pilipinas, atin, atin ang Pilipinas. Maraming maraming salamat. This is again your host, Rap, and this is Not Your Ordinary Podcast. <laughs>